Designcast Podcast, the podcast for design and STEAM educators. Hello and welcome to Designcast, a podcast where I interview a wide range of excellent guests in design and STEAM education to get their unique perspectives. My name is Jason Reagan and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a design educator to dig deep into complex issues. This podcast has one simple mission, to create a community of people around the world that are interested in design and STEAM education. Each episode, I chat with guests from all corners of the design world, from classroom teachers to authors and even to educational consultants. We discuss a wide range of topics that we feel are relevant today. I do want to ask you that if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review, rate, subscribe, share, or download from your favorite podcasting app. This helps the podcast get discovered by listeners that might not find it otherwise. Also, it helps me to continually define the direction of future guests and episodes. Feel free to drop by my website, www.jasonreagan.ga, to leave me a comment or to sign up to be considered as a future guest on future episodes. Also, don't forget to stop by Anchor and leave me a voice clip that could even end up in an upcoming show. Thanks for listening. So let's get to it. podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com now let's get on to the episode Welcome back to another episode of DesignCast, and it's such a pleasure and an honor to have back my very first guest, Jesse Donnelly. Jesse, how are you this morning? I'm good, thanks, Jason. It's good to be back on the airwaves with you again. On the airwaves. Well, we were just talking. It's only been 72 episodes since I uh, talked to you last, and so a lot has happened in four, almost five years. (laughs) That's right. I think that first recording was the only ever recording that ever took place in Dragon Radio. That's right, man. It was the only one we ever did. I'm sure the very next year, the the whole booth disappeared. But (laughs) It was turned turned into a robotic studio. Yes. How funny is that? So... Jesse, if you don't mind, can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what your role is at the moment? Yeah, so I'm originally from Australia and spent the last 10 years in China teaching MYP design, also throwing in a few MYP, PE and INS and language for, for good measure at some schools. My previous in my school in Ch- in China, I actually took over as head of the design department after you, Jason, when you left, <laughs> and then was the MYP coordinator there mm. for a couple of years. Before we've just this summer, we've moved from the Middle Kingdom to the Kingdom of Wonder in Cambodia. The uh, nice change of life lifestyle, uh, which is good, and uh, yeah, just getting ready for the kids to come back to school tomorrow online. I know. I know we're all excited about that. It's not been a great year. So so yeah. tell me, how has the move from China to Cambodia, what has that been like? Yeah, it was pretty 
I thought it went pretty smooth, really. It's not, most people probably, it's not the best thing to, to move in the middle of a pandemic. You know, I'm always one for a bit of a challenge. Don't like to go along in cruise control. But no, the, the move was good. We had got some, we're able to ship all the stuff quite easily. Our furniture and stuff, which actually just arrived in, in Cambodia yesterday, which is good. But we had some great help from the, the Cambodian consulate in Shanghai. And amidst all the delta waves going around we were able to get out on our flight which turned out to be the last flight to and from to cambodia from china for about six or seven weeks because they've they've shut it down because cases were rising a little bit here so it was it's good to get here we have got a curfew here at the moment had that for a couple of weeks sort of you need to be at home from nine o'clock till 3 a.m and, and so restaurant. much good stuff happens after three, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you go home, you have your dinner, you have a rest, and then you head out to the nightclubs about three. So <laughs> that's funny. But they've got a, a ban on alcohol sales yes. and everything. And, yeah. and most restaurants are just only take away them. So it's a little bit of a bummer. You know, hopefully it finishes next Thursday. Because in that time, the, the case numbers have, have dropped significantly. Which oh, is good. that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. That's You don't hear that much right now. No. It's great and I think that's, that. that's one thing that, that I really like about here. Everyone is extremely compliant. You know, if mm. people are told you, you have to wear a mask out in public, everyone just does it. Yeah. There's no questions. Like even little kids, everyone does it. It's, it's just the norm now. And I think that's really helped. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think when people realize that this is not a, uh, a selfish or individual problem, this is a group collective problem that we all have yeah. to do our part, then I think things will probably turn around. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So Exactly. <laughs> so, Jesse, again, thanks for, for chatting with me. And so, you know, so you've moved to a school in Cambodia and, you know, I, I know a little bit about the situation that you're there. So what kinds of, what do you find facilities wise you're going to be able to accomplish once you guys are back on campus? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. We've actually, they've got some, like the concept plans for a big performing, like a big art design building that they're hoping they'll start building in September. It's been a little bit delayed, obviously, because of COVID. But once they get the sign off to that, and that'll be great to to have some, you know, big sort of industrial design rooms and really set them up exactly how we want. It's kind of like building a house, you know. You, you build your dream house, but you never get it right the first time. And, you know, it takes about three or four houses that you build before you actually get it right. <laughs> it's like picking up a little a dog from the rescue centre. You bring it back, you you got to give it a little bit of love and rehabilitate it and bring it back to life a bit. So it's it's a couple of classrooms that be, I, I think product design hasn't been, it's mm. it's been there, but it hasn't sort of been opened up to the kids as much as it, as it could be. So what I sort of, you know, there was lots of signs and stuff about no teacher, no entry and teacher oh. use only and everything. So sort of taking all that down, opened it up a bit, but it, it's just it's sort of got the bare bones at the moment so it, it'll it, it'll just be something to, to continue to build on and add to over the year and obviously then the, if if the the new building gets knocked back then we we sort of reevaluate and say okay right. well how can we change this around and make it work mm. so hey do you guys have diploma design tech where you are it's it's an interesting situation at the school where 
this is the first year where design ah. is sort of being given its own own identity. It's always it's it's just sort of been a part of the arts department yep. at the school. So we've got I guess one we, we've got some a bit of limited time on the mm. timetable. We've just got mm. the two hours a week, sort mm. of half as much as every other subject. But at least all all students do it across the five years, which is good. So they have a full year of design. Great. You know, we're not up against other electives for kids to do extra stuff like languages or whatever, as, mm-hmm. as this has been the case in the past. So I guess my, my, my challenge, I guess, over the next sort of 12 months is to just sort of establish a, a bit of a foothold mm. for design. So there's, there's, I'm the only full-time design teacher and then there's two other teachers. So Mel, obviously doing art and design and then Jack and he's sort of doing maker space and he's got one class mm. of science okay. and then a few design as well. Build the profile of design. We, we've got the, the verbal approval mm-hmm. to offer, offer DT and that should, it should be good. We've got 96 grade 10s, I think. Yeah. So it, it's a good chance to be able to get it, you know, and especially now where you've got a lot more universities and colleges around the world that are recognizing DT as a science. Kids tend to be more willing to, to give it a go. In the past, they've been a bit put off because they need a science to, to get into their university. So mm-hmm. they've always sort of gone more the traditional physics chemistry that'll be good and you know it's it's like anything there's been it's had a few hiccups along the way it's it's had a bit of turnover in the in the department over the last few years i've been told so just to bring a little bit of stability and ability man you're the guy to do it (laughs) so we spent we've yeah so just sort of restructured the way we deliver it rather than have lots of little units across the year for myp we've just sort of stripped it back gone back to semester long units just to take that the focus away from having to smash through things for assessment mm. to allow that opportunity to really explore and revisit the strand mm. so make it use it as a design cycle not as a design line and definitely I'm... it's the there's not the level of stuff that we had in sujo but it's definitely <laughs> It's enough of sort of a, a little blank canvas to be able to really to build it up. And it, it's yeah. a nice big space, which is good. So. I've never found a facility quite like the one we had in Suzhou. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I've found places that have bits of that, but that was probably the most well-balanced facility I've, I've worked in. I don't know about you, but that, that one was definitely a great facility. And so they should be. I hope they're taken taken care of. But and you guys continue it's, to do some great work after I left. So I know that it was in great hands with you guys. Yeah, and I think that that's the big thing that I think about design and particularly product design is if you've got all the things there, like get it out on display for the kids to see. If they can see it, they'll want to ask questions about how they use it and, and what it does. Mm-hmm. If things are just in, in cupboards or boxes and stuff and they don't see it, then they'll never know it's there, so they won't ask. So I think, you know, it's good for, you know, if you look, the people in the front office, the, the marketing and mission, oh, yeah. they like to see it. When, they like to see it when everything's out because it makes for good viewing for potential customers. Yeah, of course. Um, but it just, yeah, you have a lot more fun with it and play around. A few weeks ago, I was talking to Jo Veal, and yep. she was saying that she, she feels she got that job 
uh, at Sujo specifically because she knew how to use the laser cutter. <laughs> they kept yeah. asking her questions. And so, you know, things like that. I mean, now they're pretty commonplace. But at the time, that was a, a really innovative thing to have in a school that's pretty dangerous and powerful. <laughs> it was something. So now do you guys have kitchens and stuff? Or are you thinking about having that? Or what's what's the plan there? No, we don't have kitchens at the moment. Obviously, so with this new building, the design of it, basically it's it's the shell right then sure. inside we we can design it how we want so i think there could be some potential maybe to put in a not as big as those as kitchens no, in course. in sujo but maybe something a bit small to start and then also to incorporate it into maybe a bit of hospitality that could could run into sure. if the school was to then look at, at cp in the future yeah. have some hospitality options there mm. where that that kitchen can can do catering stuff and yeah, that'd be great, man. I mean, uh, the CP's taken off, especially in Asia. So it'd be good to have that kind of vision in mind. And design's a great pathway to lead to that. So that's great that you've got sort of that vision in mind. So so Jesse, let me uh, shift gears just a little bit and ask you, I know you and David McMahon have a podcast. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yes, the old learning factory. Yeah, so I guess we we when we started that, we we were, the idea behind it was more just to put things in in common everyday talk and you know whether it's it's sort of aimed at either design teachers new to myp or myp teachers new to design because let's face it most people yeah. sort of end up in in design it's not their maybe not their teaching method <laughs> and just different ways to interpret the the strands and and make it fun and and bring the bring the design and and practicality back into design you know it's not a written subject mm. shouldn't be a subject where kids sit and write all the time so yeah we have a bit of fun with that we try and pick a pick a topic or, or something and and focus we get some guests in you know get different people around the school their perspective of design or also other subject areas maybe talk about some of the the similar issues that, that they have in that subject, you know, mainly the, the practical ones. So we've talked about performing arts and, and PE. So that's, it's, it's just a bit of fun, light, lighthearted. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be someone that, if you're someone that wants to then go and, and fact check everything we say, I'll save you the time now. It won't pass anything. So don't worry about that. I guess it's, it's probably not the sort of podcast that you use as a resource and play to your kids to help them understand the MYP cycle because it's i guess we we usually have a have a beer or, or something while we're recording it and it's like two mates having a chat in a pub as one person describes it to mm. it's got good stuff though man so don't 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 sell yourself short i think there's a lot of things that you can use there that's really really good and important and i think too it humanizes what we do a little bit more because it can be quite clinical when you're looking at these sort of compliance-based sort of mindsets. So I think it's good to have a human side to things. So you guys keep it up, man. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got our, we get our, one of the design teachers that worked with us at the school last year, he, he would regularly send us voice messages critiquing <laughs> out, you know, the episode and telling us what he liked about it and everything. And we're like, for, just put the comments on Twitter. We need, <laughs> we need to get a bite. Go on to Apple Podcasts and leave it, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, funny, man. Oh, yeah, that's great. But I think, like, just people, we we have picked up a few people that listen to it that aren't design teachers, like they're teachers but not design teachers. So giving particularly some, like, 
primary and, and early years teachers, they're like, it's got some good ideas in it for ways to do things. And so that's good. That's awesome, man. Well, keep it up. It's fun. I know it's a labor of love. I know it's unappreciated effort sometimes that people have to put into these things. So appreciate you guys continuing to put that on and having such a great attitude about it. So yeah, that's awesome. That's fun. So Jesse, let me ask you this. What do you see happening at your school in five or 10 years, especially design-wise? It'll be a, a mainstay on the timetable. I guess I'd like it to, to be where it was up on par with it, with other subjects. That'd be good. Uh, a consistent cohort going through in, in DP and, and just being a bit of a not, a, not a flagship, but I guess a, kind of like we were for a while there in Sujo, where you're a, a school that is, is known as having a really good design program and, um, you know, people wanting wanting to come to the school and, and work there because of the program that's been established. That would be good. Yeah, but who knows, Jason, 10 years' time, I might be just kicking back in, in, a, in a front office pretending to do important stuff in administration or something. What's new? That's <laughs> yeah. what I saw you doing anyway, Jesse. Come on. Oh, that's funny, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So, so but no, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to once this, like once the the borders open up, you know, getting back and like into the Iban stuff, just to to keep those those yeah. networks open with people, whether it's for teachers to come to the school or just getting fresh ideas. I think that's what the other good thing about changing schools has been is just seeing some different ideas and mm. thinking about okay, well, well, this is the way we did it in this unit back at, at the last school but that's a I'd never really thought about it that way and, and you start to I guess that's how how a, a good program evolves I'm, I'm not one of those people that are like no nah, this is the unit I created this is the way we've always done it this is the way we always will do it not that we've ever worked with someone like that so Jesse quick question if you had to recommend a book for anyone to stop right now and read what would it be oh it's a good question a book to stop right now and read I must say I'm I'm in the middle of reading Boy Swallows Universe at the moment. And that's that's really good, that book. Nothing to do with design. Just a just a good read. Okay. Fantastic, man. Well I have a good yeah, read bookshelf and I always I, put these on there. So go ahead. You got another one? Yeah. Yeah. And the I guess my one of my all time favorites, which it was actually the first book I ever read as a as a twelve year old, the Barrytown trilogy by Roddy Doyle which is like the commitments, the, the, the van, the snapper and the van, the language in it's probably not appropriate for a 12 year old, but so he, he's definitely a, an author that I've really enjoyed reading his stuff ever since then. Well, you know, I'm hearing you talk about this and so much of uh, what I know about you is now making sense. And so I appreciate you doing that. So that's it. <laughs> that's it. Totally. So Jesse, listen, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to me today. <laughs> If people want to get in touch with you or check out your podcast or whatever, what's the best way to do that? You can do it on all through. I've got my secretary, David. He's he's in charge of social media. <laughs> so we're on um, all so your podcasts. He also does all the editing and production for the podcast. So what is it that you do? Unbelievable <laughs> with humor and knowledge is what I bring to the podcast. Yes. Okay. Sorry. You're the content heavy. I got you. Okay. <laughs> that's it. So oh, that's funny. Dave had the time to do all that because he was on remote learning all last year, whereas we were face to face. So maybe I might start yeah. to, you know, help help. Well, he yeah. has to fight off all those monkeys in his yard too. So that's that's a big part of it. <laughs> that's right. So 
any of your podcast delicatessens, you can get us, The Learning Factory, and also TLF underscore tweets on Twitter, and we're also on Instagram. Okay, great. And people can get in touch with you if they want to do that, if they yep, go so, to those areas. Yep, so you get on, as they say in the industry, Jason, like subscribe and <laughs> share. So, yeah, they can get in. So we definitely like for, for questions and, and comments and you know, even episode ideas, jump on Twitter and, and put something in there. But otherwise, yeah. Awesome. That's However, great, Jesse. Just look at this. Look at the sky and scream out your frustrations, and we might hear you. I, I can promise that you will hear you. I just don't know if it'll get a response. So you know, <laughs> once you do it again, right? Listen, Jesse, I yeah. appreciate it. I think people should check out your podcast. It's really fun, lighthearted, wonderful, colorful adjectives used throughout the episodes. So we appreciate that, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's fun. So appreciate you you guys doing that. It's really good. So your experience comes through though. So I, I do. I appreciate that. So, well, listen, Jesse, listen, it's been great to catch up. We could talk all day. I know you've got family waking up and and whatnot. I can hear birds and stuff in the background, or unless that's Mel, I'm not sure. Yes, the, the city's <laughs> uh, coming to life. That's that's awesome, dude. So, listen, you guys, yeah. I, have, I wish you the best of luck for the year, and yep. I really appreciate you catching up with me, man. Thank you. And talk soon. I hope you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. I'm Jason, your host, and I produced and created this podcast. If you have any input, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon. I am so excited to announce the launch of a new podcast network called DNA Podcast Network. The Design Network Alliance, or DNA, was founded by Evo Hanan and myself as a result of DesignCast number 16. We talked all about the need to connect design educators globally. DNA is a collective group of like-minded design educators from around the world. We have one simple mission, to connect design and STEAM educators with each other and with designers that want to make a difference in design education to make it better for future generations. The DNA Podcast Network is a hub for podcasts that cover the topics around design, design and technology, design thinking, STEAM, and STEM education. If you are interested in hearing more great content, head over to www.dnapodcastnetwork.ga today. Click on the thumbnail of the podcast that you want to hear and enjoy. If you have any other podcasts that you enjoy that cover similar topics, please feel free to get in touch with me and let me know so that I can look at adding them to the network. Finally, spread the word. Share with your network and your PLN and use the hashtag DNA Podcast Network. Jason here from DesignCast, and I am just so pleased that you're here listening to DesignCast. I really appreciate all the feedback everyone's been giving me. It's been so fantastic to hear it, and it just really inspires me to continue going. Of course, making this week on week is difficult. If you feel so inclined, of course, there is no pressure. I would love it if you would 
take part in helping to support this podcast. And so I'm using a website called Buy Me a Coffee. And there are a couple different ways you can give. One is you can give a one-time gift. And then also there are monthly gifts that you can give. And by doing that, you will receive some services from me. Number one, you'll be part of Signcast support family. Also, there are different levels within that. So head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash designcast and you can find out more about the different ways you can support me.